0: Joining us now in our studios is uh, Northfield City Administrator Ben Mardick. Ben, good morning. Good morning. Uh, thank you so much for coming in today. Um, it's war- Did you wear a coat in here? I did not. Did wa- I have
1: my <laughs> sleeves rolled up and no coat. great.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, going to be a little bit uh, nastier overnight, as you heard uh, uh, K.Y. Men's Weather Specialist Bob Matheson say. But last night, though, you had a city council meeting, last one of the year, and it was just a kind of... Cl- clean up some things and finalize some things let's start off with uh all the action was taken on the consent agenda last night but you had some labor negotiations uh, negotiations going on with the uh, police union uh, tell us about that
1: that's right. We, we normally don't even meet this time of the year, so it's, uh, this last meeting is an additional one that we don't have planned. We actually had to meet at the NCRC building because our council chamber is getting some improvements. We're putting an exit door in, and so we had to move over there. Uh, so we did have a few action items that we programmed down there, and, and one of the big ones is just wrapping up labor contracts and authorization of some wage adjustments for uh, non-union employees as well. And so a uh, three-year agreement, um, first year 3% uh, general wage base increase, and then a 2.75 uh, for the remaining two years. The city, This is on the heels of the city doing a um, comprehensive pay study this year where we're also doing some adjustments. So we take a look at the market, and basically what we're doing is a city policy with the council has been following through on this, to be right in the middle of the pack, I guess, as it relates to um, wages. And so um, with the study and then with looking at our comparable communities, this pretty much keeps us on on track with our peers and, I'd um, like to get that done as a year-end item as well. Um, so this kind of sets the course for a couple of years ahead, too. Even as we prepare for future budgets, it kind of solidifies things. And we'll create a lot more predictability as we um, as we look uh, to the future of our budgeting. And we won't have any compensation adjustment plans coming in the next five years now.
0: All right. Now, uh, as far as the police union goes, how how many... Police unions are there? Do they have multiple or are they all, do you negotiate separately with uh, you know, the sergeants and captains from the regular rank and file?
1: Yeah, we have, um, we have a couple of uh, police unions. This was the sergeants contract. We also have some public works uh, too. So um, we, have a, we have a handful of uh, labor unions we, we deal with and work with on that. And this will probably set the course uh, with the remaining contracts to get kind of wrapped up in the new year.
0: Okay. And those contracts, they're generally two year contracts?
1: We like to have multiple-year contracts. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a lot of work and time for everybody to do negotiations. We had a lot of uncertainty the last time around, so we did, I think it was a one-year contract or uh, extension when we didn't really know what was going to happen with the economy with the pandemic. But, uh, yeah, typical that we like to do three years, ideally. Uh, You get too far out and you can't really predict the future, so two to three is kind of the sweet spot.
0: All right. City Administrator Ben Martin is with us. Uh, After you uh, approve that, I don't know, is there anything else on the consent agenda that... uh...
1: We just, a, we just did a. We just did back in November. We had approved being part of a um, national opioid uh, settlement, and um, we were a little ahead of some of our peers in Minnesota to sign on with that. And um, there were some new recommendations through our League of Cities to include the special agreement as part of it. So we went back and just approved that agreement as part of our commitment to that. Part of the settlement means that Northfield will be eligible to be part of any settlement proceeds distributed out um, from from the state and it'd be used for things like education um, and dealing with opioid uh, addiction issues and uh, basically to recoup some of the costs we've incurred as a community um, uh, due to that.
0: Who is that settlement with?
1: It's with the pharmaceutical companies that uh, manufacture these uh, op- opioid... Um,
0: Purdue and such?
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so basically, related to the way that they promoted and distributed uh, opioids, and really led to a lot of abuse and problems across the uh, across our United States, really mm-hmm. with that. And so, um, I know even locally, our on Northfield uh, uh, dealing with the substance abuse uh, committee, Northfield ASAP. Um, we've been. We're doing education. Our police department's been doing programming as well, related to helping with response and things on that. And so, there are real costs to communities that were incurred. And pain medications are important, and treatment is uh, very important. But we also need to do it responsibly and be really careful with it, because it can be it can be very seriously addicting, which we all know now.
0: Most of the meeting last night uh, had to do with Bridge Square and uh, some redesign ideas for Bridge Square. Uh, first of all, you had a, a presentation from a couple of uh, people that are working on that. Tell us about them and, and their role.
1: Yeah, maybe just to start at a high level here. The, back when we first did our strategic plan a number of years ago, um, really the uh, looking at the river corridor as a strategic asset and trying to activate the riverfront and, and activity down there was one of the identified goals after a year and a half to two years of a stakeholder committee that was assembled by the mayor and the council. Uh, they developed, uh, with also community input the riverfront action plan, which serves as a framework for us going forward on doing improvements and strategies to really maximize the river. Um, Bridge Square uh, is one of those that uh, came to a priority within that implementation plan. And uh, we've been working with a a team of, I call it Bruce and Bob are their first names, and um, they're... uh, they're in the twilight of their career, I guess I would say. And so they have a lot of background experience with some major um, planning and design firms, but they're currently basically independent kind of consultants that they, that they continue to do this work. Um, they've even done these riverfront plans. They did a lot of work down in Rochester on some riverfront plans and then up in the Twin Cities. And um, they've got insights across the world where they give examples of parks and things that they've been involved with. But they're passionate. I think they've been a great fit for us. But they've been doing some conceptual design work. So they've looked at some of the past plans on bridge square, sketched up some ideas, had listening meetings um they participated during the riverfront implement- uh, action plan development, so they've got a lot of history uh, building with with the community to understand things and so the the most recent updated sketch that they made we they've been out basically with our Primarily with our um, some of our boards and commissions, our advisory boards that directly relate to kind of park improvements, and then some community stakeholders. They've been holding some listening meetings on a potential concept plan to come back to the council, uh, which we had last night, to, to to listen to what they heard related to that plan, and to look at really to try and work towards coming up with a. A concept plan on it and then ultimately an implementation of doing some improvements and putting it to action so uh, they've been helping to lead lead through that last night and they brought along some pens and papers we didn't do a lot of sketching and things there was a lot of discussion uh, and uh, back and forth um, with it and got some good good direction from the council
0: there are so many different options and things available to do with bridge square and i'm rich and i were talking about this early in the morning where uh, there's just a myriad of different ideas that are being kicked around How do you whittle all that down? How do they whittle all that down? Because I'm sure even within the council, everybody's got a different idea. I think most people can agree we should probably do something with Red Square, but what is going to be the big thing?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the right language is for it, but I would say uh, as they've gone through that, there's been a few pretty, pretty clear things as a feedback. One primarily that... There's not unanimous, but there's definitely, I'd say unanimous on the council at this point, but from the community, very overwhelming support to close that section of Water Street to really connect Bridge Square to the River Park, I guess, kind of those two together. And we've had... We've had the opportunity, I guess, one of the silver linings of the uh, pandemic, I guess, is we we have been closing that on a seasonal basis, that one section of, of roadway through there. So we've got to be able to experience what it's like. Now, it's it's just been still the road and some barriers put up and some picnic tables, so it isn't like a full-blown kind of cohesive park design. But it gave you a sense of what it's like, made you realize what it was like to, for vehicles not to be going through there on a regular basis, too. Um, so that, I think, was one pretty pretty clear direction that I think there's support to say, let's look at closing that vehicular access. That's an important kind of section though, as it relates to our market fair, our defeated Jesse James days, as it relates to setup up for vendors and special events. So how do we really make that a usable space still to use that for those events through that area so that it still flows really well, but for for vehicle traffic, really closing that section off was one of the key themes. Beyond that, I would say, um, if you look at all of the different components kind of as a whole, Jeff, to start kind of at a higher level. I think what they heard back was, don't try and accomplish everything in this park. Some of its simplicity is what makes it a wonderful park and place to be. And so I would say most of it was, how do you polish the gem up a little bit, but not not throw it out and get a new one i guess is uh maybe one way to say it so i think what you might see is more enhancements i think is the feedback we got but more work with what we got and um kind of keep it with that kind of a focus i think is the theme that we heard back
0: all right uh once again ben marting is with us we're talking bridge square right now what's the next step in the process for bridge square
1: yeah so they took this feedback uh kind of to that point on some of the other details in the plan like i talked about i think you know there's things like the you know, there was discussion of moving around the fountain on the site. I think for the most part we heard keep it, you know, in its location. Maybe maybe you can work with the sculpture a little bit, uh, or, you know, keep the sculpture. Maybe the maybe the water itself could have some kind of a refresh with it. Um, with the uh, Civil War uh, Memorial Monument where we have the turning of the, you know, the, the eagle on the top, uh, depending on who wins the football game between Olaf and Carlton, you know, interest to not look at moving that off of the site, but you could possibly be, you know, moved around a little bit uh, on the location. It was originally kind of an amphitheater idea down closer to the river. That was one of those examples I think is kind of like, why don't we keep it more simple the way it is? Are there ways to enhance where we set up the stage currently in those areas? All of that kind of feedback is going to get reworked into kind of a final proposed concept plan from these consultants of Bruce and Bob. Um, or B-squared, I guess, maybe we'll call them or something. Um, <laughs> and uh, and uh, come back, uh, share with the council, and then do another round of engagement with uh, some of those stakeholder groups we heard with, and then also sharing with the, p- the general public, too, on kind of feedback. Um, ultimate leading, hopefully, to cost estimating will be part of that, too. Maybe phasing might make sense. And, um, uh, and then ultimately, hopefully, have the council approve a final concept plan and look to see if we can schedule some improvements into our capital planning. So um, a lot more work to do, I guess, but um, I think there's a a pretty clear – consensus coming forward I think both from the council and the community on on maybe some ways to do some improvements there without completely shaking things up.
0: All right uh, lastly uh, you've got a party tomorrow party to go to tell us about that.
1: <laughs> yeah we do this is kind of a new relatively still new thing I think this is our third or fourth year the pandemic impacted it last year but uh, in December we like to do a uh, a little bit of a meet and greet with the public so the the mayor and the council uh, recognition event and uh, holiday social is happening from four to five tomorrow at the library eight atrium we we'll have a little live music some refreshments uh encourage you to come down i know for the chamber members out there they've got a, an evening of activities as well and uh it is the season of activities as well and uh certainly an opportunity one want to welcome the public down welcome our board and commission volunteers of the community come down um share some holiday cheer with us in uh, the wonderful library that we have
0: all right ben thank you so much for joining us appreciate it all right thanks we'll for talk
1: again in a couple of weeks sounds
0: great You're listening to 95.1 FM and AM 1080, KYMN, Northfield.